let's do that actually. I actually I'm actually super interested in doing that. So for those of you who have if you're if you're experiencing pain and you just want to get on, you know, get on a call and you know, we can do kind of like a free consultation you know, let me know what's going on and, and we'll go through your entire history um, and, and kind of find a space to where I can see you to where I can see you move. I'll take three people. If three of you guys email or even like if more of you guys email, um, I will I will get back to three of you and we will set up a, uh, a Skype call, FaceTime, whatever, however we can do it um, and uh, and see if I can bring you some value that way and get you out of pain. What's going on, guys? Coach Theo, another solo podcast. Uh, still, so still waiting on uh, uh, Cody to get back from his little adventure in uh, in LA. Um, he's actually doing some personal growth, personal development stuff. Um, so, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that around here. Actually, so it's it's interesting. That's actually the one of the industries like the coaching right or becoming a coach um i mean there's there's definitely different uh i guess you would what what would you call it? like a subcategory of a of a coach like right. there's so many different co- life coach fitness coach um health and wellness coach uh everybody's a coach now yeah. um business finance, coach business marketing coach, coach exactly right some people fall into a little bit of of everything mm-hmm. um actually one of the biggest or the fastest growing industry. So I think it's a $19 billion industry right now. Yeah. Um, and only going up from there. Um, I forget where it's, it's projected to be at the end of 2017, but there's a lot of money in it. Uh, and I'm sure that hearing that statistic that a lot of people are fired up. Um, but you got to understand that it's a lot of, it's a lot of hard work, right? So, Think about all of your clients, and and the reason I can speak on this is because I work with forty something people myself um, as my own personal clients, uh, and so that's a lot of energy. That's a lot of you know. I mean, like other people, people come in stressed out, um, and and they want to vent um, and and talk about their problems or whatever is going on in their life, and it's not a bad thing, right? Like. I enjoy coaching people through like, again, like like fitness is a vehicle to, to being happy in the rest of your life, right? Like you take care of your body. Um, everything else is, is, is going to follow, right? I shouldn't say follow, but it's, you, you are able to create power for yourself and you're able to, uh, have control over that portion of your life. And every time that you feel like you have control again, like you're, you're going to create a lot more power um, within yourself. So for me, it's, yes, it gets, it it gets draining at times and it's like, damn, like, you know, this person's really going through it. And sometimes like, man, like don't feel like you always have to have the answer. Like that's, that's one thing that, that I've learned is, you know, stop trying to have an answer for everything. It's okay to, to not have, to not be right or to, 
to not answer every little thing like something it's okay to say like i don't know you know and i that's think that's tough too dude like and and that's one of the most powerful things that that you can do as a coach um but man there's there's so many people out there and i've been seeing a lot of ads on facebook instagram um man there's been a, a few people who have messaged me talking about like oh like i can take your business to the next level like when they don't know anything about my business yeah um, so it's interesting, um, to, to how people are, uh, approaching, um, getting clients and, and coaching other people and yeah. positioning themselves as the, uh, as the expert. Um, I think that the best thing that you can possibly do and, and, you know, we, we continue to do this is just put out as much content as you possibly can, giving people value and not saying, Hey, like I'm the coach for you. Not everybody who even listens to this show or follows us on Instagram will like we they might not be the right the right people for us. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Like we're not out to to save the entire world. What we're out to do is is to make a difference in in getting um in, in getting people to move more. Um but yeah, like it's it's super interesting at where the, the coaching industry is going and what exactly falls under under coaching. Um and I think that it's a it's a title that people are now taking to a whole nother level and and they're really abusing uh that title well even i think of um people who those um i don't know what what the right word is for them but people that sell supplements or those um you know i'm talking about like herbalife and stuff like Mm -hmm. that like each one of them is an individual coach right right wellness coach yeah 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 Stuff like that too. It seems to be growing, and uh, I don't know. It's. I mean, I I don't really I don't have a problem with the industry gr- growing, and I think that the more shitty coaches that there are that I see, I'm like, well, look, like you know, that's just job security for me. There's <laughs> always and it, the thing is too is like, look, like we live in, fuck, I think we're number two now. I think actually Mexico. Uh, uh, surpassed us in the fattest uh nation mexico um yeah really yeah so i think they surpassed the u.s um so man like there's always going to be job security i feel like in america and especially the way the food industry is going um you know there's always going to be people who are overweight um not only that like even people who are fit are super uncomfortable right and and i think that that comes down just to the mainstream media and and you know telling people that oh you need to do this in order to be beautiful or accept yourself um, social which media is, yeah exactly which is a bunch of bullshit um so there's always going to be job security what i what i find interesting is that there's a ton of sharks who are like trying to steal your business right <laughs> like and it's it's funny it's like okay well and then like dude like people will offer like you know, there's, there's a gym close by to us who like people literally got like some of my clients got recruited and we're like, Oh, we'll give you 50% of what you're paying over there in order to come here. And it's but like, that's just dude, monetary. Though. Right. And then it's like, dude, like there's so many who have come, like some haven't, but some did come back and we're like, wow, like you definitely get what you pay for. Right. 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 So it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, that's what, that's what Cody's going. We ju- just went on a little rant, <laughs> that's right. but, uh, yes, well done, Cody. Um, little personal, uh, development. I think he did, uh, he did some box and burn stuff. He did some comedy improv, which is oh. interesting to me. I'm interested to hear uh, about how, how Cody, uh, handled that. Cause he's the <laughs> least funniest person on the planet. 
um, no sense of humor. Like, but the improv aspect, I think, I'm joking, be good. Cody. Like, he's probably like this fucking guy right now. <laughs> uh, no, he knows I'm fucking with him. It was cool um, the different layers that he was saying that they right. actually got to do. Yeah. And I'd be, I'm curious to know when he gets back how that'll impact things and mm-hmm. what it's opened up. You know, right. It's uh, I I've been interested in doing like like the improv stuff. Yeah. Um, you never done it before. I've never done it before. Uh, but I don't know. I don't even know. I haven't even really done research on it. It's yeah. just like looked like interesting to me. Like yeah, when, I've, when I've seen, you know what I mean? Like Saturday night live, for example, yeah. right? Like pretty funny. Um, and I think that it would be, I want to do something actually with a bigger team. It'd be fun. Uh, it's, it's, there's a couple different uh, options in Seattle that have it and, I think it's cool. Have you been Have you been to it? I've done some improv type stuff before, oh, okay. improv training, and it's interesting because though it's sort. Do you remember that show? Whose line is it? Is it anyways? Yep, yep. It's like that. Right? Yeah. So you have a group of people, maybe a certain topic, but then you're assigned different sort of roles within that, mm-hmm. and stuff is called out. You change it. It's so it's a lot of fun, but it takes a lot of quick thinking too, and to get into that mindset. Yeah. But I think it helps, especially for me bring you out of your shell and it's it's a lot of fun to I, I actually think that cody would be pretty good at because he he can't think of like quick things and we and the reason i say that is because i've seen him i've seen him do it like we did these um we did like impersonations for so oh right right like right. and we and we did it on camera and stuff like that so he was actually he was actually pretty on point um but i i gotta give him a hard time every time <laughs> Uh, so the topic of today's show, before we do any more, uh, mad rambling and ranting, um, identifying, uh, dysfunction and, and pain. So this is something that, uh, I kind of deal with on a daily basis. Um, you know, I think that people, uh, love to come up to me and ask me certain questions on, on their pain. You know, why, why am I feeling it? Just because, uh, I do a lot with movement. Um, I've experienced pain myself, um, back pain and, and I've, uh, I've expressed that, uh, in the past and, and continue to do so, right? Like I actually did, I took a video of some squats, which is going to be posted pretty soon. Um, and I used to, when I, when I, when I would do back squats or front squats, right? Like you would see the bar kind of do like this teeter, right? Favorite like I side. felt, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I felt like I was perfectly symmetrical, but when I'd see video of it, right? Like the right, my right side would come, would come down. The yeah. left side would kind of go up. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, man, like I just, I, I have no idea like what's going on. I don't feel it. Um, and like after doing, like I've spent the last probably year and a half, um, really starting to explore more of like the movement culture, um, doing more mobility stuff, primal movement, animal movements, uh, getting into the flow, um, the flow stuff, which is, is really taken off now. Um, and implementing that stuff like every single day. And so I took a video of me doing a back squat yesterday and like symmetrical like i was shocked like it was it was night and day and i haven't done back squats in a long time um well i did it for the first time two weeks ago i did box squats but before that it had been forever like probably um probably a couple years 
Um, and before that I was just doing front squats. Mm -hmm. And even then I would start to, I would start to lean a little bit. Right. And you could definitely see the, the, the asymmetry. Um, so again, like a lot of people will come up to me and, and say, Hey, like, what do I do for my back pain? Or what do I do for my knee pain? My hips like really bugging me this and that. Um, look like what, what you have to understand is, Again, this kind of comes back to what I said earlier about, you know, I'm, I'm not always going to be right. So a lot of the times I'll say, okay, well, you know, what's going on? Does it feel more internal? Like my first question is, is does it feel more internal or is it more of like an external feeling? Like, does it feel like muscle, right? Gotcha. Or does it feel like it's bone on bone? Mm -hmm. If it's bone on bone, like let's say, or if it's like the knee, for example, right? And you're like, well, it feels like in like the middle of my knee, right? Like it doesn't feel like the front or the back. Um, then that's something to where I'm like, okay, well you got to go see, at least go see a physical therapist, right? I would see, go see a physical therapist first. Cause like, you gotta, you gotta understand that like when you go to a doctor, they get paid for surgery, right? Like they're surgeons. Right. So they get paid for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like why would they not tell you that to, <laughs> to go under the knife? You sure. know what I mean? Like, there's some doctors out there who really have done their homework as far as, you know, fitness and, um, and movement and stuff like that. Like, so they definitely understand. And again, like, uh, actually, uh, somebody emailed us, uh, there was a doctor who emailed us. So we're looking at that. Hopefully we can get him on the show. And I, I would be super interested in, in, uh, interviewing a, uh, a doctor, um, or somebody in, in, uh, uh, in medicine. Um, I think that would be super dope, but, uh, you know, like to me, it's like, okay, well I'm a personal trainer. So, you know, but like, I'm going to open up a McDonald's, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's, it's the complete opposite. Right. So if it's, if it's something that's more internal and I don't feel comfortable saying like, okay, this is what you can do to help. Um, then, then I'm not going to, you know, I'm just going to say like, look, like maybe you need to go see a physical therapist or a doctor, somebody who's better at identifying that. Like that's out of my scope of practice. Um, but there, again, like I do deal with a lot with, uh, especially lower back pain. That's probably the most common we were talking earlier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you said that you might have, um, I forget the word the chiropractor said, but not like a protruding disc, but just a little something out of alignment there right. that's causing right. irritation right. and inflammation. Right. And so a lot of times, like you said, um, and, and you're definitely not the only one, um, people who say like, oh, well, you know, they say to take a leave or Tylenol or whatever to mm -hmm. reduce the inflammation um, because there's uh, something chemical going on. Mm -hmm. um, there's, you know, you can do it artificially. Yes. Like that's what those, that's what those pills are there for. <laughs> You can also do things to regulate, um, you know, not only hormones, but reduce inflammation by not popping pills, right? Like you, again, I'm a big fan of diaphragmatic breathing, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and practicing that. Um, and that's just a good way to uh, calm your body down, downregulate, um, get your hormones um, in a better place. Um, sometimes, again, like sometimes you can't do things naturally, right? Like, you know, there's... There's guys out there who have really low testosterone and no matter what they do, fitness and nutrition, they're not going to get it. Uh, they're not going to get it up. Um, no pun intended. Uh, but you know, so they might have to get TRT, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
but so and, and just like this like I, I would say exhaust everything every option um, every resource you got before you go into surgery um, but a lot of people will say okay well my lower back hurts so I'm gonna roll my lower back right I'm just gonna foam roll it and you know call it good and I'm gonna stretch my lower back this and that um, you, you got to understand that it's never like the problem is never the problem, right? Mm -hmm. Or very rarely, right? If it's something that's, uh, if it's traumatic, right? Like if you're in a car accident and you know, something happens and like, you know, you get whiplash or whatever, like, okay, like, you know, that's different. But if you have an overuse injury, like if you're like, if you can't identify like why something is bothering you, right? It's like, man, like my lower back is really bothering me. Like, I don't know what's going on. Um, you know, it hurts when I do this. Uh, then there's, you got to look in a, above and below the problem area, right? So a lot of times for lower back, right? Like we look at hips, we look at um, even like core, uh, core strength, right? Mm -hmm. or, or stability issues, um, thoracic mobility, um, so again, you're looking above and below the area. So, you know, I, I, what I usually do is I, I'll take people through an assessment or even just when, uh, like, even though I'm not coaching you, mm -hmm. uh, one-on-one, -on -one, um, you know, I can see how you move. Right. right. And so there's, there's different things that I can identify by just by looking at somebody's movement patterns and saying, okay, we got to work on this. Right. So a lot of times, um, you know, you fail to get into full hip extension, right? And I can mm -hmm. see that just from you doing a, a kettlebell swing, right? Right. So, right. Um, you know, you're you're very limited in uh, like hip mobility. Mm -hmm. So to improve that, to improve core strength, to improve thoracic mobility. Now, like, look, like you can you can work on every. I think that you should work on everything, right? Like you your your goal is to. Uh, is to move, right? Like the way that your body wants to move, right? Like your shoulders are supposed to, I mean, they're the most mobile joint in your body, right? Like, and a lot of people are stuck in, um, you know, when they get into a certain range uh, with their shoulders, which is, again, like that just comes down to kind of how we've, I don't want to say evolved because yeah. it's almost like going backwards. Um, but, but you know what I mean, right? Especially just, now with phones, computers. Right. And everybody's it's kind of worse. in this, yeah. in this hunched position. Exactly. So to, to really, to go back and say, all right, well for lower back, you need to do this and this, right? Like it's very unique to, to pretty much every person. Um, but I can probably say that for most people, like a lot of it comes from hips, right? Mm -hmm. Like your hip mobility is, is, is an issue, right? Like constantly work on that. Um, and, and it's just like, I mean, you can pick one to two drills that you could do every single day, um, and to, to, to work on that. So for you, it would be, it might be like a half kneeling hip flexor stretch mm -hmm. to where you want to squeeze your butt and push your hip forward to where you can get, uh, there's no disconnect from your knee all the way up to like, if you're reaching up towards the ceiling, like no disconnect from your knee all the way up to your hand or up to your shoulder even. Right. So there's, there's different things that, that come into play, um, when identifying pain. Um, again, like if it feels like it's, it's inside of the joint and if it's bone on bone, 
Um, definitely go see a doctor. Um, don't necessarily look to your, your coach for every little thing. Um, it depends on how many certifications that person has, if they have the education to do so. Um, you know, technically, I can't even put my hands on people, right? Like, um, we're, we're not supposed to be doing that. Right. So uh, there's, <laughs> I, I do see a lot of coaches who I know don't have certifications in, you know, PRI or, or ART or anything like that, um, who are putting their hands on, on clients. And I, I think that, look, like you might be comfortable with certain people, but man, like I, I've seen people like, you know, even just cueing them with like my fingertips, right. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, could you, could you not do that? I'm like, right. okay. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> fine. Yeah. You know, so, but it allows me to get more creative with, with coaching cues, um, in order to get that person to, to really do what I want them to do or, uh, to coach them through a specific movement, um, or, or drill. Um, so again, like lower back pain, um, knee issues, shoulder issues, those, those tend to be like the common ones. Um, so let's just go over, cause I want to make this as practical for as practical for you guys as possible. Um, when, when you're, when you look at the knees, right? Like even though a a joint is supposed to be stable, right? Like the knee, uh, there has to be some mobility to it, right? It's not going to be a lot, but there has to be a little bit of mobility to it. So if you think about like holding, holding your leg, right? Like, and you, and you position your, and like your foot is flat on the ground and you move it side to side, like your, your tibia and your fibia should be able to, like, you should see some, you should see some movement to where your knee kind of looks like it's going back and forth. Right. It shouldn't just be stuck. Right. But when it, a lot of people do have that issue to where it is stuck. Right. And let's say your hip or your knee becomes compressed. Um, then something has to give. Right. So, a lot of the times, like that's when we see ACL injuries or MCL or a full blown out knee or patellar tendon issues, right? Like completely rupturing. Um, when we start to look at that stuff, and I've seen stuff on uh, on TV. Uh, I remember when I was watching um, the Lakers and Celtics in the finals, um, and Kendrick Perkins comes down. He grabs the ball from a rebound. He comes down. Nobody's around him, and you just see his knee just kind of just go back and forth wow. right so it it shifted and it didn't look violent right like it looked like a really subtle shift but he was in the worst pain like on like this dude is 610 grown ass man <laughs> big as shit and he's on the ground like crying like you know what i mean like rolling yeah. like holding his knee like ah you know what i mean like <laughs> it's i am at like i've never done it but it's i guarantee that it's an uncomfortable thing to experience um so, and, and a lot of these athletes, they're now getting into the habit of strength training, doing mobility, um, and and so they're reducing the risk of of injury now. So, uh, you know, so when you look at the knee, a lot of the times it can be uh, an ankle mobility issue, especially when you're talking about a sport like basketball mm-hmm. or soccer, where there's a lot of impact. Um, and, and to where those joints are getting compressed and it can also be uh, a hip issue, um, as well. So yes, you should be maybe emphasizing, um, those two, uh, those two joints, but like, again, like you should always be working on mobilizing everything, uh, and also creating stability. Cause even people with 
great mobility, sometimes they lack stability and injuries still occur, right? So there's a, there's a little bit of a balance between the two, and that's where strength training is, is so important. Um, so uh, like single leg movements, creating stability in, in that one side. So yeah, like your, your movement prep is going to be mobi- mobility, uh, maybe a little bit of band work to create a little bit of tension, getting your glutes, hamstrings, and quads to fire. So all the big muscles around those joints you want to you want to get those engaged, um, and especially if you're if you're an athlete. Um, for most people, like general population, so let's take a lot of my clients at at Vigor, for example. Um, you know, we're constantly working on uh, mobility. Like that's the first thing that I have these people do, other than other than foam roll, um, which is also an essential piece to this, right? Like you want to. Uh, break up that tissue a little bit. I would say, you know, pick three areas that you're going to roll out for the day. You don't need to go head to toe and spend seven minutes on a foam (laughs) roller. Um, That's got to get boring at some point. Pick a few spots. I mean, you're spending two minutes on the foam roller and then you're getting into um, some mobility drills, dynamic warm up, and some activation work. And we've talked about this on a program design episode as well. Um, And then a lot of what we do is again, like that's why having a coach is so powerful because now I can take each, each individual. I know how they move. I know problem areas. So I'm going to base a program specifically, uh, around that. Um, so back to the, back to the knee, I went on a little (laughs) rant. So back to the knee again, look above and below the issue. So hip and ankle, um, work on mobilizing those joints, moving them through full ranges of motion. Um, and it's not fast. It's meant to be slow and deliberate. Um, we've talked about mind muscle connection so many times on, on the show. Um, it's the same thing. Like you have to be aware of how your body is moving and how it should be moving. Right. And kind of, uh, uh, closing the gap on that. Um, and then lower back. So a lot of it comes down to, uh, hip and thoracic mobility. Um, again, moving through entire ranges of motion, um, increasing that range of motion and, uh, creating stability, uh, especially in the core. Um, when you lose integrity of the core and that's how, again, that's how injuries start to pop up because then your lower back has to, has to give, Um, so that's, that's something that's more stable. Yes. You want your spine to be able to, uh, flex and extend, uh, to, to a certain extent, but once it gets past a certain degree, um, that's when it becomes damaging, especially, um, under load. Um, and, and a lot of the times, you know, when we, when we are cueing things, especially in like a large group, when we say core tight or compress the rib cage and you know there's a bunch of things that that we throw out it's for that reason even if we're just doing body weight body weight exercises right um shoulders uh so this is an interesting one because a lot of a lot of what i see with shoulder shoulder mobility issues is man there's like people's scapula get stuck right so if you ever watch somebody kind of reach overhead your scapula or what a lot of people call like the chicken wing, um, you know, wants to get into like an upward rotation. So you'll see it kind of go like from like the middle of your back to kind of like winging up 
like outside. So that's responsible for the stability of your shoulder, right? Like, so when you get stuck into a certain position, right? And that's when you'll start to see like if somebody reaches up overhead and then their head starts to pop forward and they start to compensate and stuff like that. So oftentimes when you, if you were to take their shirt off and you were to watch their scapulas um, and they were going into uh, an overhead reach, you would see their scapula actually get stuck at a certain point and then they're still trying to go up overhead. Um, so imagine loading up um, that position and sometimes even just reaching up overhead for some people um, uh, isn't, isn't even doable. Um, and, and so there's a lot of things that can happen, right? Like you can start to, uh, you know, impinge the shoulder. I, I use that term very loosely because, uh, I think that every time that you kind of get into an overhead press, you're impinging the, the joint, you know, in, in, in some way, shape or form. Um, but, uh, you know, there's, there's different things that you can do in order to, to improve that. Right. So like working on, you know, scapular, uh, protraction, retraction drills, um, both overhead, um, and in a, in a horizontal plane. Um, so I would say that for a lot of people, right, like band pull-aparts are really good. Um, you can also do scapular pushups in like a quadruped position, um, to where you keep your arms locked out and you're literally kind of just, uh, pinching your shoulder blades together and then, uh, pushing the floor away and, and creating that, that gap as much as you can. So like, you know, it's almost like you're, you're doing like this elevator effect, um, with your, with your chest. Right. Um, so that one's really, it, that one's a lot more challenging. Um, and it takes a lot of, a lot of control. Again, you'll start to see people get that forward head posture and things like that. So what I want you to take away because you might not understand those drills. What you can do is you can type it. I mean, you can go on YouTube and you can type in scapular retraction and protraction. Um, you can go on my Instagram page. I do a, a lot on there as far as, um, different mobility drills. I do a lot of hanging, um, which is proving to improve shoulder health in most people. Um, again, some people, when they reach up overhead, it hurts. So, you know, I wouldn't start that person off with doing, uh, with doing hangs. Um, and actually that brings me to another point because Cody and I have talked about this on the show before to where, you know, when, uh, I coached him through just like a dead hang and to breathe in that position that he actually felt his lats start to release and relax. Right. So, uh, uh, decreasing the amount of tension in that muscle. Cause when like, you're just constantly locked up, um, again, like your body is just going to be in that state at all times. So, and that's why, again, breathing is so powerful, but to get into, uh, you know, these mobility drills or, or certain drills that you want to work on, it's absolutely essential to breathe. Um, so you can move through that entire range of motion and allow your body, uh, to relax. Um, so, Again, working on those scapular drills to improve uh, shoulder health. Um, there's a lot of different things that you can do. Um, I mean, it gets it gets pretty advanced. Uh, I would say that if you if you want to incorporate pressing into your exercises and you have limited shoulder mobility, um, invest in a landmine. Um, and then, I mean, you can always do, you know, push up planks or working on creating, uh, a lot of tension in that full range of motion. Make sure that you don't have, uh, you know, that little gap in between, 
your shoulder blades that you're pushing the floor all the way through that your upper back almost looks like it's it's rounded right so you want to move you want to be as strong as possible in those end ranges and that's essentially what mobility is right like it's it's a joints it's a joints ability right to get into that that end range and to be strong in that position so not not only do you want your your joints to be able to move in that full range but you want the the correct muscles to fire right and that's what i think a lot of people kind of they they create this gap right it's like okay well i want to improve my mobility but i don't want to get strong right like it's the same thing right like you're building tissue when you work on mobility drills um but you also need to get the right things to fire right like your glutes are absolutely essential uh for hip health right so don't neglect them like there's there's all these different things that 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 you can do i think that the most important thing is that you simplify it you find what drills work for you and you work on those things right and they can change from session to session um i i I would say that you know doing something every day to improve your your weakness um is is also a good thing like my hips have come so far because every day that i make sure that i'm getting into like hip mobility drills and um you know opening up my my lateral chain so um what people refer to as the it band um all the way up into my lats and and doing uh drills that open um you know that entire side up at the same time um so again a couple of takeaways from this episode when identifying pain or the cause, don't try to do it yourself. Um, I wouldn't try to do a lot of research on the internet. Google will lie to you sometimes. Um, go to a professional who has paid a shit ton of money for their education. Put in the time. They have the experience. Um, you can find a lot of these people um, on uh, on social media. Make sure that uh, you know it doesn't just like the sound like they're spouting a bunch of bullshit um check them out like if if it makes sense and you know their goal is to not have you uh get into surgery unless you absolutely need it um you know it's probably a good fit um so again physical therapists uh good chiropractors um and uh i would i would do that before you you seek the doctor's advice um you know doctors are good people Um, but understand that they are paid to get you under the knife and they're paid really well to do so. So, um, and then when addressing, uh, when addressing your pain, right? Again, we gave different examples like knee and and lower back pain, um, look above and below the problem area. It could be a mobility issue. It could be a stability issue as well. Um, and, and, find a couple of drills, um, on those weak points, um, and, and work on those the best that you can master those techniques and see if those don't help. Um, anything else? I was going to say your first mobility seminar you did. Remember there's that person there who I forgot what they had going on and you had talked about above and below and right. you had worked on things above and below and then re-drilled the certain things. And it mm-hmm. was like night and day right. with what they could do. And even they were like, right this is it's been years this isn't and so yeah so that so that guy actually that was uh i think i know who you're talking about um he had his entire spine fused yeah right and actually after the workshop he showed me and like there was just this massive scar 
um, running from his lower back all the way up to mm-hmm. his neck, right? And I was just like, Jesus, like, that's crazy. Um, but, yeah, like, he, he couldn't even get into, like, a quarter squat or, like, an athletic stance. Yeah. And by the end of the day, he was able to get into a full range of motion of squat or get to parallel, I should say. Right, right. Um, which is – I wasn't even expecting that, right? Like, um, you know, me as a coach, I've never seen somebody go from point A to point B and there be, like, such a huge difference. <laughs> um, but it's – but that's exactly what I'm talking about is, you know, there's – I've done – I've done seminars and I've, I've done workshops and I've practiced, I practice all this stuff with, with my clients. And first of all, actually I practice it with myself before anybody. So, um, again, like I, I, I speak from experience rather than just regurgitating information yep. and, and, and giving it to people. So, um, I would, I would highly recommend that, you know, if you don't live in the greater Seattle area, I mean, even now we have FaceTime and Skype, like you can just, again, like you can email me, um, uh, at, at the mind versus muscle email, mind versus muscle at gmail.com. Um, you know, I'm, I'd be more than happy to, uh, get on a Skype call or FaceTime or whatever. Um, if something's really bothering you, um, obviously, you know, I'm limited on time, so I couldn't do like a hundred people. Um, but let's do that. Actually, I actually, I'm actually super interested in doing that. So for those of you who have, if you're, if you're experiencing pain and you just want to get on, you know, uh, uh get on a call and, you know, we can do kind of like a free consultation, um, and just, you know, let me know what's going on. Um, and, and we'll go through your entire history, um, and, and kind of find a space to where I can see you to where I can see you move. Um, and you know, let's see if we can do some drills that will help out because what it does take is a trained eye. So if you, if you're not familiar with mobility drills, or if you're not familiar with, um, uh, doing like more activation drills or, or specific coaching cues to get your squat better or anything like that, then, cause it could even be that, right? Like some people don't necessarily, like they have the mobility, right? Like, and there, something will bother them in a, in a squat, Mm -hmm. but there's just a leak, right? So sometimes like if it's, if it's just creating core tension, right? In a, in a squat, like a goblet squat or something like that, then like sometimes it will, it will alleviate the pain, right? Like right there. So I wouldn't say like, okay, well, you know, you absolutely need to be doing this drill every single day. Like it could just be a simple tweak in an exercise, right? If that's the only exercise or you notice it happening, um, in certain positions. Um, so again, there's, there's so there's, there's different variables that come into play. Um, but definitely go over the key takeaways, go over those points that I talked about and see if it improves. Um, if you, again, if you want to, um, I will take, I'll take three people. If three of you guys email or even like if more of you guys email, um, I will, I will get back to three of you and we will set up a, uh, a Skype call, FaceTime, whatever, however we can do it um, and uh, and see if I can bring you some value that way and get you out of pain. That's it. If you love the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, want more free content and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five star rating and review to get your questions answered on the next episode. See the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind vs. Muscle.